This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. JB here for Country Auto's GWM Havel. Check out the full range today, Coin of Hercules and Bridge Street West Hamworth. This week, we are, of course, trying to find the winner, the ultimate champion of Rock Scissors Paper around our region. You win 250 bucks cash and also, of course, bragging rights of the greatest Rock Scissors Paper, which is a, you know, interesting, unique award. I'd love to know what unique strange awards you have won mark he won a bulldozer award for successfully knocking over several players the goalkeeper and the goals all while scoring a goal in hockey that's impressive well done mark congratulations that is a unique interesting award wendy she got a trophy for a wet t-shirt competition say no more Interesting. Zoe. I think she's talking about her daughter, I'm pretty sure. And her friends once won an award at school camp for the most bathroom visits. I think it was called the Bathroom Congregation Award. They would all meet when they were supposed to be sleeping because they were all separated. There you go. Well done. Another unique, interesting award there. And, uh... Mel, in year five, she won the Harry Butler Nature Lover Award at school for all her interesting items she took for show and tell. I asked Mel what some of the interesting items she bought in for show and tell actually were, but haven't heard anything back yet. So, Mel, there you go. I love show and tell. I bought in some really unique, weird stuff. I bought in a um, brown snake in a jar of methylated spirits. It was obviously dead. For show and tell once, which was which was a, a big hit. I kept bringing that back year upon year upon year, that one. That was just a repeated one that I could just bring in every single year of primary school for show and tell. That was just a, a repeat, a rinse and repeat job, that one. Uh, and my granddad, he had a old, like, um, uh, empty, obviously, uh, missile from World War II. So that was another interesting uh, show and tell little bit and pieces. So Mel, I reckon you or I, we would have had to be uh, uh, battling it out for that award, I think. What weird, wacky, wonderful awards have you won? The weirder, the better. Let me know this morning. 676-2299. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. Last night, I started making gallons and gallons and gallons of maroon-coloured porridge, and I really Realize, you know what? I kind of wish, in a way, that um, I got to make up blue porridge and not maroon porridge. Because I went to the supermarket. I went to the bakery aisle, which is an aisle I never, ever visit at the supermarket. And went looking for maroon-coloured food dye. And to my surprise, I couldn't find it anywhere. There's blue, there's red, there's yellow. There was, there was other weird colours. Green, I think they had. I couldn't find maroon anywhere, so of course, that meant pulled out the phone, had to Google how to make maroon-coloured food dye. It was red, blue, and yellow, so I bought all of those, bought them home, expecting it to be really easy to mix that all together. Well, bloody hell, it wasn't, was it? No. I put a couple of drops of the red in the porridge, and a little bit of blue, and then, lo and behold, the porridge just looked like blue porridge then. And I was like, well, you're not going for, bl you, you, you're not going for the Queensland side 
Monty, we're not covering you in blue porridge. So I put a couple of drops of red back in, and then it looked like this disgusting brown color. So then I added a couple of drops of yellow into it, and then it looked even more brown and and gross and disgusting and dirty. So a couple more drops of red back in, and then it just looked red. And then, so this rinse and repeat this all night last night in the JB household. I just why did why this was I bet you. This was Monty's plan all along, covering him in porridge, but he was laughing, going, you know how hard it is to mix that color up. But amongst all of that, I got food coloring, probably of no surprise to you, all over my hands, and I realized that stuff is impossible to get off of your skin. It's crazy. My hands are like blue all over today. I've been caught blue-handed, and I can't get it off. I've used soap. It will not come off. I use Sapoderm soap. It wouldn't come off. I use hand sanitizer. It wouldn't come off. How do you get food coloring off your skin? I'm opening it up to you. You know, I've always said we've got the most intelligent listeners listening to 92.9. How do you get caked in food coloring off your hands? Please let me know. Give me your home remedies, your home tips. 676 or 929 on the socials, and please help me out. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. I've got blue food colouring all over my hands from making up our maroon-coloured porridge last night for our state of porridge on tomorrow, and I need to know how to get it off. I've tried soap, I've tried hand sanitizer. It just won't come off. Uh, 676 Give me your home remedies. Dell says use car brake cleaner. Linda says use bleach and water. You know, after, tho- after those suggestions, I think I'm just going to leave the leave it on. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. The house manager for Ronald McDonald House, Tamworth, joins me for a chat. Rhiannon, thank you so much for your time. How are you? I'm well. Good morning, JB. How are you? Yeah, very well. Very well. You guys have been very, very busy at the Ronald McDonald House. That's kind of a bit of an understatement from the last six months. Yeah, we've had the busiest start to a year that we've ever had. Um, and June actually saw us with 100% occupancy, which wow. means we didn't have one room vacant for one night. So, um, yeah, we've all been really busy up there making sure those families have everything they need um, to be able to spend as much time bedside with their baby or sick child in hospital. That is incredible. And obviously, off the back of that, you're uh, you, you're going to need some items after that 100% occupancy in June. What, what are you looking for? Yeah, we had a great response to our wish list last month, which was... Um, quite cosmic because we ended up the busiest we've ever been. So um, on the hunt for some Aldi coffee pods, tomato and barbecue sauce, mayonnaise, tissues, um, laundry liquid or laundry pods. We've got uh, some diffusers around the house, so some oils that we can pop in there. And as always, if in doubt, just some vouchers that we can use to stock up when we do run out of something. Um, we We can replenish it straight away. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Uh, just drop that off at the house uh, or give give you guys a call for more details. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah, that would be perfect. And I understand you guys have been nominated for a business award. That's exciting. Yeah, that was a really lovely surprise. We um, accepted that nomination and, yeah, just really, really thrilled to be honoured. We've been working really hard um, over this last couple of years yeah. to come out of the pandemic yeah. and return to ordinary um, service delivery. And, yeah, that was such a lovely surprise. We shared that with the whole team, including our volunteers, and, yeah, it gave everyone a really big buzz. Yeah, it does. No, exactly. Well, hey, all the best for uh, for September 8, the awards. Looking forward yeah, to them. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, hopefully we'll see you up on stage. And uh, you guys always, especially after the busy uh, start of the year and June in particular, that you've had always need volunteers? Yeah, always looking for some extra help up there. Um, sort of gives us enough coverage to cover some of that planned and unplanned leave within our volunteer team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, give us a buzz and we can send out an information pack and, um, yeah, talk about how we offer volunteering to help support families. AgQuip's coming up in August and you need some volunteers to assist with AgQuip in particular as well. Yeah, we head up there for the week and we've yep. got a stand that we run a raffle, sell some um, merchandise and cook a barbecue. So looking for some help up there to keep that running and, and raise some money that we can use to continue to support families from across our region. Yeah, exactly. So just reach out to you guys there at the Ronald McDonald House if you are keen on volunteering at AgQuip or becoming a volunteer in general. Yeah, fabulous. And I should also just mention um, that it was... Really sad. We had to postpone our family fun day, but um, you guys were so passionate about making sure the day is as successful as possible that um, you made the call nice and early so everyone had time to readjust their schedules. And, yeah, we're looking forward to a a new date for that later in the year. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And you know what? When it was raining on Wednesday morning about the same time that that event was meant to be on, I never felt so relieved in my life. (laughs) I was I like, know. you know what? I I love rain. Don't get me wrong, and we need rain. But I never wanted rain more in my life than when it was raining at about eleven a.m. last Wednesday. And I went, you know what? A magnificent call. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the thought of standing out there in that cold. Oh yeah, um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were also yes. extremely grateful, but um, yeah, very very appreciative of the driving force behind that being the success of the event for us. So. Yeah. Thank you to you and Nikki and the team um, out there. And, yeah, we're looking forward to being able to do it together later in the year. Yeah, exactly. We will definitely be doing it again. We'll uh, have some more details about new dates and things like that uh, for that one um, in in the next uh, little while. Rhiannon, thank thank you so much. Great to chat. Yeah, always great. Thanks, JB. Now, my pleasure. And hopefully you get some of those items on your wish list to help out. It's looking like a busy July as well, is it? Yeah, yeah, we sort of had a little um, lull, which was nice, but it's it's ramping right back up again. So, um, yeah, anything and everything is much appreciated and every little, every single item makes a difference. So, yeah, yeah, thanks to everyone who who digs deep and and helps us out. Thank you so much, Rhiannon. Catch up soon. Thanks, JB. Bye-bye. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. 
This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. There's been so much chit-chat since COVID about us all working a four-day week and, you know, getting rid of a Friday or a Monday so you can do all your life admin stuff and not have to work, which, you know, totally makes sense. And a UK council was given a trial of a four-day working week. And if it worked well at this one council, then all the councils across the UK were going to adopt this. So, I mean, there was, there was a lot riding on this one council. I'd feel, ve- I'd feel a lot of pressure if I was an employee working for this council, knowing, you know what, I have the stress of the whole workforce of the UK looking at us, looking at our little experiment, our little ant farm going on here, and knowing that if it doesn't work, I've destroyed everyone else from having one extra day off of work each week. Like, that's a a lot of pressure. At the end of the 12-month trial, the results came in at the end of last week, and guess what? They deemed it no good, so everyone now has to work five days. I know, it's like the teacher at school, you know, when one kid messed up but wouldn't own it, and then you all got punished? That's how I kind of feel in this scenario, definitely. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. Jim Booth, publicity officer of Tamworth Miniature Railways, joins me for a chat. Hey Jim, how are you? Great to chat. Very good, another excellent day. It is indeed, that's right. And uh, 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 we're going to chat about the, the day, the running day you've got coming up on, on Sunday. But tell us a little bit about the Tamworth Minister Railways, sort of how it all started, how long you guys have been running for. So we've been running on the track up at the Botanic Gardens for about 15 years. But it goes back double that amount of time. A bunch of fellows got together and formed a model engineering group and then decided that uh, miniature trains were the way to go. Uh, then spoke to Tamworth Regional Council, and this went on for some years, yeah. to try and find some territory. And it was the, the idea was the expansion of the Botanic Gardens precinct. So we, the Miniature Railway, got going, the Men's Shed got going, and more recently the Astronomy Centre has got going. So it's quite a, a precinct up there now, and we're about to expand again. Yeah, exactly. This is an exciting expansion. Tell us a little bit about what you've got going on. So what we've got, we started with one little loop and then a second one and then we created another thing called the Oxley Loop which has got a lot of earthworks and and heads out toward the back of Oxley High School and behind the TAFE and we've got a bridge on that. The late Keith Singh gave us a a Bailey Bridge which were things used in the Second World War. Wow. And now we're up to stage four which is an expansion off down the hill. Um, A bit ambitious, I, I think it's going to involve a hell of a lot of earthworks, a couple of hundred thousand dollars worth. But at this point, we've got the, the map laid out, we've got the heights drawn up, and now we just have to work out how much it's going to actually cost to get all the earthworks done, then lay track. So it's going to take a few years, but it'll nearly double the amount of time wow. that it takes for a family to go around the entire track. Fantastic, love that. And well, most of the work, I know we're early days, but most of the work done by you and your volunteers or you'll get contractors? <coughs> We'll get contractors. Yep. We hope we can actually get enough um, state or federal or local yeah. government grants. What, what, whatever we can get, we'll take. Um, and we we do like to support local contractors, and yes. they've supported us in the past as well. We've had a lot of people who've helped with earth, earthworks, with concreting, 
Um, Joblink Plus helped us to build the railway station. So we've been very well supported and we like to continue to support the community in the same way. So whatever we get, we'll plough back into the community and, and it's always good work. We, we know what we've got uh, and the local contractors are, are really kind to us. The trains are running again this Sunday. What time? Yes, third Sunday of every month. So that's this Sunday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's $2 a ride no matter what age you are and no matter what size you are. We can fit you on the train and uh, around you go. It's about six or eight minutes for a loop. Once we get the extension done, it'll probably take 10 or 12 minutes to go right around. But, uh, yeah, this Sunday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., find us at the top end of Piper Street. Imagine some good views on it. Best railway views in the entire New England, we like to say. <laughs> and, and it'll get even better with yes. creek crossings and going down through woodland. Um, so it's really quite a picturesque track. It, it turned out, yes, it's on the side of a hill, which is normally the enemy of railways, but it's turned out an incredibly picturesque track. We, we're very proud of it and, and very excited to be able to go ahead with this new extension. And you've got the Loco Cafe up there as well? We do have a cafe, yes, and there's hot and cold drinks and sausage sandwiches and Wally burgers, as we call them. Um, so it's been a slow growth over the yeah. years to, to build the station, then to build a pavilion, then our, our um, area where we have workshops, and then the Loco Cafe, and now the, the extension. So it's, I don't know when we're ever going to stop. We'll just keep going. <laughs> Sounds good. I like it. Hey, Jim, thank you so much for your time. Great to chat. All the best for Sunday and the expansions. Thank you. We'll see you there. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9.